Welcome to A Court of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture. Through this show, we hope to provide a resource of education and encouragement for students, parents, and leaders about the revival of Christian values in our community. On A Court of Three Strands, we'll focus on the three foundational strands that make a strong, flourishing Christian culture, the church, the family, and education. We desire to order these things around God's word to advance Christ's kingdom and so glorify him and bless our community. My name is Ron Young, former headmaster at Providence Academy and founder of the Palatine Institute. And I'm Noah Tetzner, a curious student of classical education and podcast producer. Through our conversations, we look forward to sharing fellowship, knowledge, and practical wisdom for his glory here on the Quarter Three Strands podcast. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome back to A Court of Three Strands. Here we are in season three, and today's episode is part two in our discussion about the schemes of the evil one. Yes. So, again, again, (laughs) indeed, Mr. Young, take us, you know, I guess kind of picking up where we left off in our conversation. Absolutely. So we we looked at Genesis three primarily and the schemes of of Satan in that in his more frontal attack of really looking at what he's trying to do is getting us to um, not trust God's word. And, and that's, and, and, and that is a, a so, so important, right? And yeah. it's the, it, it's what our lives are supposed to revolve around. Um, and the, the idea of worship is being uh, hearing God's word and trusting it, you know, that is, you know, trust and obey right? mm-hmm. this idea of faith, believing it, not eating that fruit of uh, knowledge of good and evil. And then in gratitude, having this thankfulness for all that is given, reaching out and taking of the tree of life and live in, having communion with God forever. Instead, what Satan did was come in and he tried to get, get them to not trust God's word. And he did that by giving them a sense of Eve, a sense of being discontent with what had been given to her. And then um, a sense of pride that she should have more, that what God's really doing is trying to withdraw, withhold some good. Yeah. From this. And, and so she does. And then Adam, we find out is right there with him, uh, with her. And so we, we talked a little bit briefly about um, perhaps this is laziness because God had told him to garden, keep the garden. Right. Um, a little bit of it could be fear because that, that could have been a threat, subtle threat with the dragon saying, if you don't eat of it, or you surely won't die. Right. If right. you eat it. In other words, if you do not eat of it, I'll kill you type of thing. Mm. Um so, so this is, this is his scheme is to get you to not trust it. The result of it then is going to be um, this pain and ang- anxiety that comes with life right. the way back again is, is faith in Christ. Right. Um, but, uh, but we have this, this again, the, those, the, the ingratitude and blaming and trying to cover ourselves and hide rather than trusting God and his word. So, so today we're, we're going to go uh, not so much the frontal assault there. And, and now that we kind of get the general gist of what the scheme is, what yeah. the plan is, is to get you to not trust God's word and to do other stuff, especially um, with those, those desires of, you know, pride and, and gratitude, discontent and, and stuff. Um, how does Satan, how does Satan do this more subtly? Right. And, and that is, is that, Within people, 
he he gives ideas in which are not God's word. Mm. Often there's good within those ideas, right? Because remember, we talked about how half truths are tend to work better than full frontal lies. Right. Um, but the more you believe the half truths, then lies become easier and easier. <laughs> right. And yeah. we'll get into that in a little bit. So, so the, the other part of the scheme of the evil one then is to take these ideas um, that aren't, you know, completely super evil. They're just half truth like mm-hmm. and develop life around those ideas. Yeah. In other words, instead of developing culture around obedience and trust in God's word, it's around these other ideas that aren't necessarily bad in themselves, but they can easily lead us astray. And that's one of the methods of the evil one. So for instance, we live in a free market economy. Well, we, we, we try to tell ourselves that <laughs> for the most part, we see that we have, we have choice in our, in, in purchasing things. And, right. and, um, in, and if, if you are younger than say 40, um, you might question a lot of capitalism and free market economy. I, I would ask that you just do a little research that, that free market capitalism has done so much to improve the world. It's, it's crazy. It's, right. it's like, right. Where death and destruction is, is typically where capitalism is not. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's, um, and, and we can, it's not perfect and it's fine to focus on that. But, yeah. But in, in general, I, I know that when I say this, it wasn't that long ago where everyone would go. Yeah. Amen. But, but nowadays you, you have to defend it, which seems really, <laughs> really odd um, to me. But anyway, um, but part of the problem with free market, this free market is, is that advertisers are trying to get you to buy their products. And what they're trying to do is get you to think that you need mm-hmm. what they're selling. Right. And, and so you, you have this constant bombardment through advertisers, through, you know, videos, through whatever of telling you that you need things and you deserve those things. And it, and it's a constant way of helping you think um, that your life isn't complete without something else. Right. Right. Um, then you have, you have things like social media that people are po- post things. They want to show you how great their life is. They mm-hmm. only show the curated parts of it. You know, the <laughs> things that are beautiful and good and, you know, Oh, they're taking another trip again, making you feel like, well, why am I, why isn't my life like that? Right. Look, everyone seems to be enjoying themselves and have perfect lives except for me you know, why, you know, and it's just this, this constant bombardment. Right? right. So, so, so one is, is, is just that. So free market, the free market and capitalism. Yeah. No one's putting a gun to your head to, to buy stuff. If you have a need, you can find someone who can fill it and you have competition so you can get a good price. Right. Yeah. There's so much good to it. Beautiful system. And yet, and yet that can be used mm. by Satan. Right. To, to make you feel inadequate or make you feel like you need more. Right. Right. So, so Satan's at, at work at those things. It's very, it seems very subtle, but it's, it's, it's the culture. Right. Um, ne- next there's, there's things like um, ideologies, right. Ideology. So, so certain people get these ideas of, of a utopia and they're going to, if only this, if we can only change this, 
Yeah. And that's going to make everything better. And, and so they, they come up with these ideologies and, and it's really not the by it's not the truth, right? It's something other than what the Bible is teaching. Yeah. And yet it, it's promises seem so great that we, we, we typically try to, pers- we often pursue it. We're, we we're suckers yeah. for utopia for something, some promise of something better. And, and we, we go down that line and, and it'll, again, pride, discontentment, or even, even lazy, like you're get, you'll get great stuff for, for free or for without having to work or right. And just, and it just goes into like, who wouldn't want that? Yeah. Right. And then we, and then what happens is every time those things are tried, it just ends up in (laughs) horrible disasters. Right. Right. So, so yesterday, not yesterday, a couple of days ago, my wife and I are getting dressed to listen to NPR and, and someone's talking about um, a reporter is talking about uh, the LGBTQ scene and talking about this, just this enormous amount of anxiety and um, depression in, within the LGBTQ uh, right. tr- uh, uh, thing. And so the, the solution is, is that the world needs to be changed more. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it this way. Yeah. So my, my kids have a couple of my kids have that. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but they, you know, when they hear the sound of chewing, they get angry. Oh, it's, interesting. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an, it's an actual thing. Yeah. Um, my son, Jake, for instance, yeah. he's got it. And I remember like we, we would, you know, we're not jerks. We're going to try to chew softly, have music in the background, something. So it'll help him because we want to eat together. Yeah. And, uh, but it, it would get so it would make him so angry. And then I remember one time he just, it's like, he wanted to jump out and like, wow. you know, like, what are you doing? You know? And, and I had to say, I said, say, listen, listen, you're the one that has a problem, right? We're just eating. Everyone eats. We're, you have a problem. You have to deal with it. Right. You have to figure out how to live with your condition, we're, we're going to keep eating and we're going to, we're going to try, Right. but you can't make us change our entire existence to accommodate your, to accommodate a minority, uh, your, your issue, because your issue is something's wrong. Right. Right. And so, so the problem is, the problem is, is that with LGBTQ, this thing is there, they're living lives contrary to what God's word says. And so they're living a life that is um, never going to be good. Good. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about good. Good is, is when it accomplishes, something's good when it accomplishes uh, what it's made for its purpose, right? God made us in a particular way. Right. And if you go against that, things aren't good. Right. And it never will be. And, and, and this, <laughs> the, the, the whole thing of sin coming into the world means that we're going to live with this pain and anxiety. And the more you continue down sinful ways, it's simply going to accumulate more pain and anxiety. Yeah. And so the solution to they're saying is, is that the world needs to accommodate them more at a more rapid pace right. that we need to change reality for the sake of their desire. Mm. And it's just going to be, it's going to be messed up. But this is, this is how Satan works. He wants, he, he's developing an ideology and a culture that sounds good, right? Who, who doesn't want to be loving to their neighbor and help them, you yeah. know, be right. And it, and it, and it sounds great, but it never works. 
It doesn't right. work. It just makes things worse. And the worse things get, the more they think they need to do the thing that's making it worse. Yeah. It's, 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 it's horrible. And we see this in our culture. Right. Right. And, and so, but we also see this again in our families in our, in our marriage, right? This should be the way it is. There should be right. The big one is equity, right? Equity is the buzzword. Everything's equity, 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 uh-huh. right? Not equality, equity, right. e- equality, like as, as equal under law, everyone should be equal under law. Amen. Right. Of course, that makes no classes, no, not race, no nothing. We should be equal under the law. But equity says that everyone should be, have equal outcomes. Right. So no matter who you are or what you do, you sh- we should all be equal. So if someone's living a life that's doomed yeah. because it's, it's going against the laws of nature or God, right? It's just, it's just going down. They, de- they demand that everything else should equal out, right? Yeah. You know, think, I think women's sports are going to get ruined here. In the next. <laughs> they already are, but they're going to get worse. Yeah. As, as men decide to identify as women so they can win, <laughs> win right. championships or, or things like that. Or just, right. just recently that there was a, a, a school that, that there was a, a boy who wanted to play. Um, uh, uh, I forgot what sport it was, but with the, with the girls team in high school and some uh, two girls refused to change in front of this boy. Right. And so the, the, the sport, the organization punished that school because <sighs> They all have to have this, this equity. Wow. That's sick. It is sick. It's sick. But guess what? When people buck against it, then the ideology says we need to double down on it. Yeah. We need to double down on it because, you know, this poor boy who should be able to dress in front, undress in front of girls. And it's the girl's fault for not wanting, you know, I don't know. It's stupid. (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe how stupid it is. Yeah. But anyway. But, but this kind of thing happens. So, so then when you look at, uh, say, marital relations, right? Right. Um, God's word says that we're different. Male and female, he made us. He made uh, man and a woman and woman to be the helpmeet of the man and that there's a headship here, right? Mm-hmm. That, that uh, men are to love their wives and give themselves up for them. They're, t- they're supposed to uh, be a husband to them. That is to to cultivate them and, and help them to flourish. And women are to submit themselves to their husbands and not to men. men women aren't submitting to men. It's, it's right. to their own husband. And, uh, and through that, there's, this is how God made us. And if we follow that, if we trust, I mean, listen, if we trust God's word, that's how he made it. That's his design. And if we want it to be good, we follow it. And there should be in the end, happiness, right? <laughs> like mm. fulfillment. It's good, but we don't believe it. Yeah. We want things different, right? Again, if you remember last episode, I did read in Genesis where I talked about um, your desire will be for your husband, but he must rule over you, right? This is not part of the curse. That was just a statement of what's going to be like now under the fall. Yeah. Right. God made um, um, man to be uh, head of his family, of his household. Uh, women are to submit under them. But, but the desire now is that women are going to want to rule or to, you know, to yeah. contest that. And that's what's happening now. And now we have ideologies that back us up. And so we either believe the ideology or believe God's word, mm. right? We're either going to be content with following God's word 
and, and have find joy and gratitude in it. Yeah. Or we're going to kick against it and, and follow the ideology that says, God doesn't know better. We do. (laughs) Right. 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 And then the, and then the more this has happened in our culture, like you ask the question, I'm asking this to the audience. Do you feel that marriages today under a greater idea of uh, equality and um, equity within marriage relationships has made women more happy? Mm. Has it made, has it made marriages better and stronger? Mm. Right. And, and, and I have an answer to that. I, and it's from my own observations, but it doesn't seem to be. And I, and I, I'll say, I talked to a lot of women. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be the case typically. And remember how Satan works. Typically what it's done is equality in the ideology of equity has made it so that men don't feel like they have to be responsible anymore. Right. Right. They don't feel like, so that's, remember we talked about headship has to do with responsibility. It doesn't mean that they, they're, it it doesn't have to do with roles. Like somehow, you know, the man has to take care of the money or, you know, these typical (laughs) roles or whatever. It's just saying that a man is responsible for their household and God will hold them to account. Right. But, but with the ideology of equity and equality, they somehow don't think they have to be, they're not. Okay, God's word says one thing, but they believe another. Mm. Guess what reality is? You, right. you see? Right. And so, so that, that whole thing we kind of joked about last week, have I ever seen women coming <laughs> discontent within their marriage and their husbands who are lazy, not doing anything about it? And I kind of laughed about it. Yeah. I'm laughing again in a very sad way Yeah. <laughs> because, because that, that's an indication of, uh, of marriages that are following the world. And not God's word. Right. And not God's word. So this is the, it's the culture. It's the ideology. It's, it's these things that bring pressure and things to, to bear that continue to press on those basic things of, of fear, of pride, of laziness, uh, a, a boosting of anxiety and all that stuff in the fall is accentuated and Satan doesn't even have to do anything. He just gets the culture going and human beings do it all on their own. In fact, the culture aspect is, does it so well. There are people who aren't sure if they even believe that Satan exists. Like, why does he even need to exist? Like, look how good all the, but he does exist. He's alive and well, while he's not well, he's been defeated. He's upset and is roaring around like a lion looking for people to devour. And if we, if we don't understand that, um, then we're, we're in trouble. Mm. Mm. So those are the big things The temptations, the evil one attacking specifically with marriage are, are going to, to continue to be this. Here's the pattern God has set out for us in creation. Yeah. After the fall, the, that pattern is still set for us. Yeah. It's just, we have to deal with all the sin and, and to come back from anxiousness, to come back from fear to come back out of the ingratitude and all this stuff is just faith. We need to believe and trust God again, right? We need to call out for help if we feel helpless. And I mean, people right now might be listening. Their marriages are in shambles. They're having a hard time in marriage. Things aren't going well, right? Yeah. What Adam did nothing. Don't do nothing. Yeah. 
call out for help. Ask God for help. Ask him for salvation. Talk to someone. Talk to your pastor. Get help, right? And, and be aware of the schemes of the evil one and, and fight it, fight it, fight it. Here, here's, if I could tell you one thing, one thing right now that will help your marriage 100%. Ready? One thing that will help your marriage 100%. Right now, think about all the things you are grateful for in your spouse, in your family, and what God has given to you. And just spend time thanking him, thanking God for these things. In other words, if you have been discontent for a long time or things haven't been going so well, you may have forgotten how to be grateful. Yeah. Get back in the habit of it. Just thank God. Spend time every day thanking God for all that you've had. It will change your attitude. It will change your life. It'll change your perspective, right? Just start with that, being grateful, being grateful. Um, we are going to, in the next few episodes, yeah. we are going to talk about um, how, to, how to look at, um, how does this getting back, right? As a, as a healthy, what was a healthy marriage yeah. uh, look like? And then from there, talking about um, raising children, and we're going to spend several episodes on how do we train children? Yeah. Right. How do we train children? I think it's going to be, a, those are going to be probably are going to get up downloaded a lot because yeah. um, I think those are going to be very practical um, and, the, and they should make sense. When I talk to other people about this, it's like, oh, I, I never thought of it that way. Well, <laughs> That's sad, but, yeah. but we want you to think, think well. Um, again, it's, it's the whole idea of family is the advancement of God's kingdom. And, uh, and it's through teaching, uh, living our lives according to God's word and teaching our children that way in which you should go. Satan is out trying to get you to not trust God's word and so that you would disobey it and to be prideful, to be lazy to be fearful, yeah. to be anxious. And, and what happens is, is that if, if we listen to Satan and not to God's word, then we're raising children to be anxious and to be sinful and to be prideful and to be not grateful. And, and if that's listing, if my listing that out sounds a lot like your children, you need to listen up to the following episodes. <laughs> 